0: Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, today we're going to talk about American versus African. Uh, what are they? What are they about? Where did the term African came from? So we're going to discuss that because a lot of people get a lot of misconception who we are as American. Now we are American by bloodline. Now yes, most of us we migrated from Africa a thousand years ago. Africa is the cradle of civilization. If you study history, nobody can argue that. Nobody, unless you're oxymoron. Uh, but if you want to argue that aspect, you look stupid because Africa is the cradle of civilization. Now that being said. We left Africa a thousand years ago and we built dynasty here throughout the Americas. And America, too, is a continent. It's not a country. Like I keep telling people, stop saying America is a country. America is a continent. You have North America, which is Canada and these United States. Then you have Central America, which is Mexico, Guatemala, Panama, and the Caribbean Islands. Then you have South America, which is Brazil, all the way down to Chile, which is the South Pole. So if you study geography, you will know that. But a lot of us, we don't study geography. We're so stupid. We don't have the time to study it. Now we are not African, okay? Let's keep that clear. Now I have nothing against Africa. I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash from the, from the Black Power movement, from the Pan-African movement. I can care less. Uh, the truth shall set us free. Now, when the forefathers took the land, they stole the land. They knew that we were not African and a lot of people don't understand that there was a lot of people, black people rule Spain and Italy and France and Germany and England we rule those places for thousands of years black people rule Europe for thousands of years even Russia you can see that we were in Russia also and there were a lot of black from they were both from Portugal and Spain and that's how you get the word more. more the word more means black in Latin so the Moors Empire, they controlled Spain, Portugal, and Italy before the woman was there. There was running stuff. Now consequently when slavery was implemented by the Vatican, see the Vatican put a decree to go, get, to go get Negroes. And you ask yourself how come they didn't get every African in the continent? They pick a specific people. They didn't just go to Africa and Africa is very vast, okay, it's a very vast land they didn't pick all Africans they pick a specific people which they call the Negroes we are not African we come from the 12 of Israel that's who we are and we are American by bloodline and America had great dynasty too that's just as great as Africa African dynasty but we were not taught that in school because we were so conditioned to believe that we all came from Africa yeah we came from Africa thousand years ago but we was already here prior to Columbus in 1492 uh, prior to Christopher Columbus he's not even Spaniard he's a, he's a freaking uh, Italian he's not even Spaniard yeah Christopher cologne that's his name Christopher cologne like the cologne he's not he's not even Spaniard he's a he was an explorer which he came with the Moors out of Spain out of Portugal that's why you get the word Perez Alejandro. Uh, Vasquez, Cruz, those are Black nobility name. You know, uh, Santiago, all those name are Black nobility name. So those, those, what they were doing? They was bring Black people out of Spain and Portugal and bring them to the New World to work the, the plantation. Then they will kill our, our people, our kings and queens, and that's how they took they stole the land and the wealth of that land. Uh, the, the migration was from Spain and Portugal they brought all of us from Spain and Portugal to migrate in the island in the Americas but there was already Carpetone uh, people here in America if you study Christopher Columbus letters you see that where we refer to us as Negroes or Copper Tone people he never used the word native Indian he never used the words African in those days they didn't use the term African the term African came from the general the woman general Africanus. Africanus was a general uh, woman general when the woman conquered north africa uh... They, they named it africa after the after the woman general Africanus. Africanus was a woman general and the original name of africa was ethiopia ethiopia was the original name of africa and the other name for in east india was uh... east ethiopia was named india so that's all i got to say about this topic calling and let's discuss Welcome back to another podcast, this is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, today we're going to talk about American versus African, uh, what are they, what are they about, where did the term African came from. So we're going to discuss that because a lot of people get a lot of misconceptions who we are as Americans. Now we are American by bloodline, now yes, most of us we migrated from Africa a thousand years ago. Africa is the cradle of civilization. If you study history, nobody can argue that. Nobody, unless you're oxymoron. Uh, but if you want to argue that aspect, you look stupid because Africa is the cradle of civilization. Now that being said. We left Africa thousands of years ago and we built dynasty here throughout the Americas. And America too is a continent. It's not a country. Like I keep telling people, stop saying America is a country. America is a continent. You have North America, which is Canada, and these United States. Then you have Central America, which is Mexico, Guatemala, Panama, and the Caribbean islands. Then you have South America, which is Brazil, all the way down to Chile, which is the South Pole. So if you study geography, you'll know that. But a lot of us, we don't study geography, we're so stupid, we don't have the time to study it. Now, we are not African, okay? Let's keep that clear. Now, I have nothing against Africa. I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash from the, from the black power movement, from the Pina-African movement. I can care less. Uh, the truth shall set us free. Now, when the forefathers took the land, they stole the land, they knew that we were not African. And a lot of people don't understand that. There was a lot of people black people ruled Spain and Italy and France and Germany and England. We rule those places for thousands of years. Black people rule Europe for thousands of years. Even Russia. You can see that we were in Russia also. And there were a lot of black from they were from Portugal and Spain. And that's how you get the word more. The more the word more means black in Latin. So the Moors Empire, they controlled Spain, Portugal, and Italy before the woman was there. they was running stuff. Now, consequently, when slavery was implemented by the Vatican, see the Vatican put a decree to go, get, to go get Negroes. And you ask yourself, how come they didn't get every African in the continent? They pick a specific people. They didn't just go to Africa. And Africa is very vast. Okay, it's a very vast land they didn't pick all Africans they pick a specific people which they call the Negroes we are not African we come from the tribe of Israel that's who we are and we are American by bloodline and America had great dynasty too that's just as great as Africa African dynasty but we were not taught that in school because we were so conditioned to believe that we all came from Africa yeah we came from Africa a thousand years ago but we was already here prior to Columbus in 1492. Uh prior to Christopher Columbus, he's not even Spaniard, he's a, he's a freaking uh Italian, he's not even Spaniard. Yeah, Christopher Cologne, that's his name, Christopher Cologne, like the Cologne. He's not he's not even Spaniard, he's a he was a explorer. Where he came with the Moors out of Spain, out of Portugal, that's why you get the word Perez Alejandro. Uh, Vasquez, Cruz, those are Black nobility name. You know, uh, Santiago, all those name are Black nobility name. So those, those, what they were doing? They was bring Black people out of Spain and Portugal and bring them to the New World to work the, the plantation. Then they will kill our, our people, our kings and queens, and that's how they took they stole the land and the wealth of that land. Uh, the, the migration was from Spain and Portugal. They brought all of us from Spain and Portugal to migrate in the island, in the Americas. But there was already Capitone uh, people here in America. If you study Christopher Columbus letters, you will see that where he referred to us as Negroes or Copper Tone people. He never used the word native Indian. He never used the words African. In those days, they didn't use the term African. The term African came from the general... The woman general Africanus. Africanus was a general uh, woman general. When the woman conquered North Africa, uh they they named it Africa after the after the woman general Africanus. Africanus was a woman general. And the original name of Africa was Ethiopia. Ethiopia was the original name of Africa. And the other name for in East India was uh, East Ethiopia was named India. So that's all I gotta say about this topic calling, let's discuss. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville Florida. Today is Sunday, the 25th of February, 2018. Um, today our discussion is going to be um, spirituality versus religion, or religion versus spirituality. Now I have the uh, Webster Dictionary that define what religion is. I really, they have two definitions, but the one I chose was um religion is a personal set or institutionalized listen to the keyword institutionalized system of religions religious belief attitude and practices now I repeat again religion is a personal set or uh, or institutionalized system of religious belief attitude and practice now the keyword in this is institutionalized which means we translate to conditioning. When you institutionalize somebody, you condition them to believe one way or the other, whether bad or good. Now, spirituality is related to consistent of affecting the spirit. It has to do with your spirit, not with your religion. Now, those of us who study the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, well, you have not seen any word that's a religion, maybe once or twice. Uh, God's always referring to laws and statutes. Because he knew that by giving you religion it would confuse you. He'd give you laws and statutes to follow. Now moving forward, the Vatican, ever since Constantine, they have bring a lot of paganism into our religion. Now, those of us um, who know the 12 tribes of Israel were Negroes, they, they were not white people. Now the so called Jews, they, they came from Kazakhstan and the um, and Black Sea in southern Russia. If you study the, the, the Khazars, you know that they came from out of the Black Sea in southern Russia. Now, move forward in 1948, uh, when they, the, the Belfort De- Declaration was established, that's when they moved to Israel. Now, spirituality is something that you were born with. A child knows wrong from right. Every child knows wrong from right. Nobody have to teach you that. You know it from by doing certain things, you know it. Now... Those of us who go to church, because I picked this, today's uh, Sunday, I picked today specifically to discuss this topic. Because a lot of us right now, we in church, so, the so-called Christian, we go to church. When you know that Sunday is the first day of the week, um, Saturday is the day we should worship, which is the Sabbath day, which the Bible referred to if you study your Bible. The Sabbath day is the day of worship, not Sunday. Your Sabbath day starts in Friday evening to Saturday evening. That's when you should take a rest. Now it doesn't mean if you have an emergency, you can you have to take care of your emergency. If you have a guest coming to your house, you have to prepare your house. But besides that, God won't get mad with you, but as long as you keep the day as day of worship, not Sunday. Sunday was given to us by Constantine during the the Council of Nicaea. The Council of Nicaea. If you study religion, you'll notice that they are the Council of Nicaea and that's when the Emperor of Rome constantine uh, implement the sunday worshiping We, we date, which dates back to egypt uh, egyptian the egyptian used to worship the sun god uh, if you study egyptian uh mythology you know that they worship the sun and that's why god was angry with them because god said i give you the sun as a start to replenish the earth but not to worship so they were worshiping the sun consequently god got mad with them and god destroyed the dynasty and they had great dynasty to say the least but he was destroyed because of the worshiping of the sun now moving forward to 2018 a lot of us have been conditioned to believe one way or the other whether you're muslim whether you're hindu Jewish, um, uh, buddhist uh, is the same concept because religion is a conditioning and we as a people of color have been destroyed on a mentally uh, on a spiritual level on a mental level on a physical level on a spiritual level, we, we don't know who we are, where we came from. On a mental level, we can't even think for ourselves because we've been so conditioned for many centuries. On a physical level, you, our body cannot function right because we don't have the right knowledge to take care of ourselves. And consequently, it decimates our, uh, our people throughout the world, not only in Americas, but throughout the world, Africa, Asia, you name it. Europe, we have destroy our people. That's why we have to stay away from religion and we need to be more spiritual. That's all I gotta say on this topic calling. Let's let's talk. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg from Jacksonville, Florida. Today's February the 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to all my supporters. Um, I know a lot of people have gone to the 3.0 anchor i um, not going to jump sheet yet so let's begin with the topic knowledge versus education now the, the the meaning of education in the webster dictionary says a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning and we repeat that again a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning now here's the webster dictionary of knowledge knowledge understanding gaining by actual experience We repeat that knowledge is understanding and gained by actual experience. Now, that's why I prefer knowledge over education. Let me explain. Those of us who go to school from kindergarten to university, you know that there's a lot of knowledge you you, you didn't gain throughout your studies. Now, education is a training, first and foremost. It's a training, whether you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, a physicist, a bus driver, a nurse, whatever it's a training. Once you obtain that training, you you get you get a certificate. That certificate give you enable you to go out there and get a job in that field in that particular field. But that doesn't, that doesn't make you any smarter than the average Joe. You're just smarter in that particular field. And some of us might know that most of them did not that even smart to say the least. But knowledge on the other on the flip on the flip side is something that you learn on a daily basis. That's why I say it's come with your experiences. Now the more knowledge you gain, the more knowledgeable you become about your surrounding, who you are, what you're about, what your future is gonna be about. Because you you have a, you're well rounded because you gain so much knowledge because you experience a lot of stuff and then you, you retain a lot of stuff. So knowledge is endless. You cannot put a cap on knowledge because knowledge is endless. It's continuous. You you only stop learning when you when they bury you six feet, six feet under. That's when you stop learn, um, um, gaining knowledge. On the other end, education I, I, and you might testify to that. You have met somebody that's supposed to be highly educated, quote unquote, highly educated. So you, whether they have a doctorate, a PhD. And you have a conversation with them, or you have a dialogue with them, and you find out they're so stupid. You're like, wow, this person, they got all these degrees, and they got all this quote-unquote knowledge, and they're so stupid. They didn't have no common sense. And I met a lot of people like that. I call them um, stupid uh, education. I call them dumb, dumb educated. So the person is educated, but it's dumb. You know what I'm saying? Educated fool, I call them. So those people, they have no common sense, not all of them, most of them don't. They just know that they know one field. Sometimes they might know two fields, but they just have some expertise in one field. And because of that, they think they're so above everybody else. And they have a tendency of looking down upon people that didn't go to college. Like Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't go to college. Bill Gates, he didn't go to college. Uh, What's his name? Apple, Steve Jobs, he didn't go to college. All those great people I just mentioned, they didn't go to college. Uh, Master P, he's a billionaire. He didn't go to college. So it's the knowledge that you gain throughout your life experience that makes it who you are, not the education. Now I'm not I, I'm not saying don't go to, don't get don't go get a training. I'm not telling you that. It's good to get some kind of training, but you always gotta seek the knowledge. Whether you're studying your Bible, you're studying regular books. That's how we are being conditioned because we have no knowledge of self, no knowledge of who we are, and what we are. So consequently, it kind of backfires on us as a people collectively because we don't seek the knowledge, we seek other things. And knowledge is almost spiritual because once you gain so much knowledge, you're on a different plateau on a mental level and on a spiritual level. That's why a lot of time when you're discussing certain things with people, it's hard for them to grasp. It's hard for them to understand because they haven't got there yet. That doesn't mean make them stupid. They haven't discovered that knowledge. So you, you have to let them be. You have to just dis- dis- you have to break away from them because they're going to bring you down. So that's why I chose knowledge of our education. So this is an open fo- uh, forum. You can call and discuss why you pick knowledge of education. Let's discuss. Take care. Welcome back to a second podcast of the day. Today is uh, February 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Um, this podcast we're going to discuss being a lady versus being a woman. Now, <clears throat> I know it can be a very touchy subject when you talk about being a lady and versus being a woman. Every woman were born a woman. Now, a lady you have is a mindset. Let me explain now we have a lot of ladies out a lot of women out there but they're not ladies now when you're a lady it it manifests itself to you how you behave how you talk how you dress it manifests itself when people see you they say "Mm, that's a lady right there your behavior your mannerism is different from the average people can differentiate between a lady and and a woman now we have a lot of women out there but we have a few ladies out there very few and those ladies, are, are the one that become wife. Now the 10th times those ladies are the one. Let me repeat that. Those ladies are the one that become wife. On the flip side, those women, they don't become wife because they don't know how to be a lady. Now a lady, when you're dealing with a man, you have to let the man be a man. You have to let the man speak his mind, then you speak. You listen first, then you speak. You don't talk over the man. You know, you don't manipulate the man. You don't talk down to the man. Vice versa. If you have been another woman like yourself, you don't do the, you listen to what she have to say. You don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. You listen. You can have disagreement with her, but you don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. If you disagree, you disagree and you move on. That's how a lady behave. And when when I talk about dress code, and those of us who have children and we've been to the movie theaters, we've been to Walmart, You've been to the department stores. You see a lot of women wearing thongs. And I like thongs. Don't get me wrong. I like a nice thong. Especially if you have the body for it. Or g G-string. I-, I love those underwears. But you have to have the body for it. And also it's for your men. Nobody want to see your panty line while you shop it. It's not appropriate for children to see your panty line. Or other people that that case. A lady, you will never see a lady panty line. You will not see it. Because she's dressed properly She's very keen to her surroundings, she's very keen to her look, how she portrays herself in in the world. She's not going to dress short, she's not going to wear booty shorts, her breasts not going to be hanging. You're not going to see a whole bunch of cleavage, you ain't going to see none of that. Because those things belong to her men. She only dressed like that provocatively at the house for her men, for her partner in that case. But you will never see a lady dressing. You will never see a lady wearing booty shorts, thongs, especially in public, where or oh, she walking around with no undies on. Well, now let me get get it straight. Some women don't, they, they, don't like wearing underwear. That that doesn't make them a hoe. Let's be clear on that. Uh, they women like that. They refuse to wear undies, and they know how to dress proper too. But they, they just don't like. They feel comfortable wearing underwear. But that doesn't make them a thought or a hoe. It's just that's the way they are as a person. You know, you have to respect people's boundaries. Now, being a lady, and versus a woman, a woman can dress any way she want to dress, cause she don't, cause there's a, she don't care. She, said, okay, because everybody dressing like that, I'm gonna dress like that, cause everybody wearing thong and they are showing their booties, they are showing their cleavage, and we, we live in a sexual driven society. We just, when you watch the Eminem commercial or beer commercial, it's very. There's a lot of sexual innuendos in those commercials. Like, damn, I'm already getting excited just watching those commercials. Sometimes you have to close your, your children's eyes while those commercials are being played on TV. But being a lady is is a mindset. It's a mindset, it's a behavior, it's a, it's a way of, it's a code, it's a dress code. And you have to follow those rules for you to, to be a lady. A woman is different. You were born a woman, so that's not hard being a woman. And not a ten time, those women that behave like a lady, those are the ones that get married. Not a ten time. Because that's why a lot of women say they very single. I'm like, how come you're beautiful, you educated, so called educated? Um, you're not married, and then you have a dialogue with them one on one. I'm not going shades on them, but that's the truth. And you find out they they freaking they're not ladies. You know, they, they don't behave like a, like a lady. And you said to yourself, hmm, that's why you're not married. Now I get it now. But call. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg, Black from Jacksonville, Florida. Today is Sunday, the 25th of February, 2018. Um, Today, our discussion is going to be spirituality versus religion, or religion versus spirituality. Now, I have the uh, Webster Dictionary. That define what religion is uh, really they have three definitions but the one I chose was um religion is a personal set or institutionalized listen to the keyword institutionalized system of religions religious belief attitude and practices now I repeat again religion is a personal set or, uh, or institutionalized system of religious belief attitude and practice now the key word in this is institutionalize, which means we translate to conditioning when you institutionalize somebody you condition them to believe one way or the other whether bad or good now spirituality is a related to consistent of affecting the spirit it has to do with your spirit not with your religion now those of us who study the bible from genesis to revelation well, you have not seen any word that's a religion maybe once or twice uh god's always referring to laws and statutes because he knew that by giving you religion it will confuse you he give you laws and statutes to follow now moving forward the vatican ever since constantine they have bring a lot of paganism into our religion now those of us um, who knows the 12 tribes of israel were negroes they, they were not white people Now, the so-called Jews, they they came from Kazakhstan and the Black Sea in southern Russia. If you study the the Khazars, you know that they came from uh, the Black Sea in southern Russia. Now, move forward in 1948, uh, when the the Belfort Declaration was established, that's when they moved to Israel. Now, spirituality is something that you were born with. A child knows wrong from right. Every child knows wrong from right. Nobody have to teach you that. You know it from, by doing certain things, you know it. Now, those of us who go to church, because I picked this, today's uh, Sunday, I picked today specifically to discuss this topic, because a lot of us right now, we in church, so the so-called Christian, we go to church. When you know that Sunday is the first day of the week, um, Saturday is the day we should worship which is the Sabbath day which the Bible referred to if you study your Bible the Sabbath day is the day of worship not Sunday your Sabbath day starts in Friday evening to Saturday evening that's when you should take a rest now it doesn't mean if you have an emergency you can you have to take care of your emergency if you have a guest coming to your house you have to prepare your house but besides that God won't get mad with you but as long as you keep the day as day of worship not Sunday Sunday was given to us by Constantine during the the Council of Nicaea the Council of Nicaea if you study religion you will notice that they are the Council of Nicaea and that's when the Emperor of Rome Constantine uh, implemented the Sunday worship which we, we dates we, we date back to Egypt uh, Egyptian. the Egyptian used to worship the Sun God uh, if you study Egyptian uh, mythology you know that they worship the sun and that's why god was angry with them because god said i give you the sun as a start to replenish the earth but not to worship so they were worshiping the sun consequently god get mad with them and god destroyed the dynasty and they had great dynasty to say the least but he was destroyed because of the worshiping of the sun now moving forward to 2018 a lot of us have been conditioned to believe one way or the other whether you're muslim whether you're Hindu, Judaism, uh, Buddhist, uh, is the same concept because religion is a conditioning. And we as a people of color have been destroyed on a mentally, uh, on a spiritual level, on a mental level, on a physical level. On a spiritual level, we, we don't know who we are, where we came from. On a mental level, we can't even think for ourselves because we've been so conditioned for many centuries. On a physical level, you, our body cannot function right because we don't have the right knowledge, to take care of ourselves and consequently it decimate our, uh, our our people throughout the world not only in america but throughout the world africa asia you name it europe we have destroy our people that's why we have to stay away from religion and we need to be more spiritual that's all i gotta say on this topic calling let's let's talk Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg from Jacksonville, Florida. Today's February 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to all my supporters. Um, I know a lot of people have gone to the 3.0 anchor, um, not go to jump sheet yet. So let's begin with the topic knowledge versus education. Now, the the, the meaning of education in the Webster dis- Dictionary says a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning and we repeat that again a field of study dealing with methods of teaching and learning now here's the webster dictionary of knowledge knowledge understanding gaining by actual experience we repeat that knowledge is understanding and gain by actual experience now that's why i prefer knowledge over education let me explain. Those of us who go to school from kindergarten to university, you know that there's a lot of knowledge you you, you didn't gain throughout your studies. Now education is a training, first and foremost. It's a training whether you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, a physicist, a bus driver, a nurse, whatever. It's a training. Once you obtain that training, you you get you get a certificate. That certificate give you enable you to go out there and get a job in that field, in that particular field. But that doesn't, that doesn't make you any smarter than the average Joe. You're just smarter in that particular field. And some of us might know that most of them are not that even smart, to say the least. But knowledge, on the, other, on the flip on the flip side, is something that you learn on a daily basis. That's why I say it's come with your experiences. Now, the more knowledge you gain, the more knowledgeable you become about your surroundings, who you are, what you're about, what your future is gonna be about, because you you have you well-rounded because you gain so much knowledge because you experience a lot of stuff and then you, you retain a lot of stuff. So knowledge is endless. You cannot put a cap on knowledge because knowledge is endless. It's continuous. You you only stop learning when you when they bury you six feet, six feet under. That's when you stop learn, um, um, gaining knowledge. On the other end education uh, and you might testify to that you have met somebody that's supposed to be highly educated quote-unquote highly educated so you whether they have a doctorate a phd and you have a conversation with them or you have a dialogue with them and you find out they're so stupid you're like wow this person when they got all these degrees and they got all this quote-unquote knowledge and they're so stupid they didn't have no common sense And i met a lot of people like that. I call them um, stupid uh, education. I call them dumb dumb educated. So the person is educated, but it's dumb. You know what I'm saying? Educated fool, I call them. So those people, they have no common sense. Not all of them. Most of them don't. They just know that they know one field. Sometimes they might know two fields. But they just have some expertise in one field. And because of that, they think they're so above everybody else. And they have a tendency of looking down upon people that didn't go to college. Like Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't go to college. Bill Gates, he didn't go to college. Uh, what's his name? Apple, Steve Jobs, he didn't go to college. All those great people I just mentioned, they didn't go to college. Uh, Master P, he's a billionaire. He didn't go to college. So it's the knowledge that you gain throughout your life experience that make you who you are, not the education. Now I'm not I, I'm not saying don't go don't get don't go get a training I'm not telling you that it's good to get some kind of training but you always gotta seek the knowledge whether you're studying your Bible you're studying regular books that's how we are being conditioned because we have no knowledge of self no knowledge of who we are what we are so consequently it kind of backfires on us as a people collectively because we don't seek the knowledge we seek other things. And knowledge is almost spiritual because once you gain so much knowledge, you're on a different plateau on a mental level and a, on a spiritual level. That's why a lot of time when you're discussing certain thing with people, it's hard for them to grasp. It's hard for them to understand because they haven't get there yet. That doesn't mean make them stupid. They haven't discovered that knowledge. So you you have to let them be. You have to just, just you have to break away from them because they're gonna bring you down. So. That's why I chose knowledge of education. So this is an open uh, forum. You can call and discuss why you pick knowledge of education. Let's discuss. Take care. Welcome back to a second podcast of the day. Today is uh, February 26th, Monday morning, 2018. Um, This podcast, we're going to discuss being a lady versus being a woman. Now, I know it can be a very touchy subject when you talk about being a lady and versus being a woman. Every woman's were born a woman. Now, a lady you have is a mindset. Let me explain. Now we have a lot of ladies out, a lot of women out there, but they're not ladies. Now, when you're a lady, it, it manifests itself to you how you behave, how you talk, how you dress. It manifests itself when people see you they say, Hmm that's a lady right there your behavior your mannerism is different from the average people can differentiate between a lady and a, and a woman now we have a lot of women out there but we have a few ladies out there very few and those ladies are, they are the one that become wife now the ten times those ladies are the one let me repeat, my, we repeat that those ladies are the one that become wife On the flip side, those women, they don't become white because they don't know how to be a lady. Now, a lady, when you're dealing with a man, you have to let the man be a man. You have to let the man speak his mind, then you speak. You listen first, then you speak. You don't talk over the man. You you don't manipulate the man. You don't talk down to the man, vice versa. If you've been another woman like yourself, you don't do. The, you listen to what she have to say. You don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. You listen. You can have disagreement with her, but you don't talk over her. You don't argue with her. If you disagree, you disagree, and you move on. That's how a lady behave. And when when I talk about dress code, and those of us who have children, and we've been to the movie theaters, we've been to Walmart. You've been to the department uh, stores, you see a lot of women wearing thongs. And I like thongs, don't get me wrong. I like a nice thong, especially if you have the body for it. Or G string, I, I love those underwears. But you have to have the body for it. And also, it's for your men. Nobody want to see your penny line while you shop it. It's not appropriate for children to see your painting line or other people that, that case. A lady, you will never see a lady penny line. You will not see it because she's dressed properly. She's very keen to her surroundings, she's very keen to her look, how she portrays herself in in the world. She's not going to dress short, she's not going to wear booty shorts, her breasts not going to be hanging. You're not going to see a whole bunch of cleavage, you ain't going to see none of that. Because those things belong to her men. She only dressed like that provocatively at the house for her men, for her partner in that case. But well, you will never see a lady dressing. You will never see a lady wearing booty shorts, thongs, especially in public, where or oh, she walking around with no undies on. Now let me get get it straight. Some women don't, they, they don't like wearing underwear. That that doesn't make them a hoe. Let's be clear on that. Uh, they women like that. They refuse to wear undies, and they know how to dress proper too. But they just don't like. They feel comfortable wearing underwear. But that doesn't make them a thought or a hoe. It's just that's the way they are as a person. You know you have to respect people's boundaries now being a lady and versus a woman a woman can just any way she want to dress because she don't because there's a she don't care she said okay because everybody dressing like that i'm gonna dress like that because everybody wearing thong and they're showing their booties they're showing their cleavage and we we live in a sexual driven society we just when you watch the eminem commercial or beer commercial it's very there's a lot of sexual innuendos in those commercials. Like damn, I'm, I'm really getting excited just watching those commercials. Sometimes you have to close your, your children's eyes while those commercials are being played on TV. But being a lady is, is a mindset. It's a mindset, it's a behavior, it's a, it's a way of, is a code, it's a dress code. And you have to follow those rules for you to, to be a lady. A woman is different. You were born a woman, so that's not hard being a woman and nine to ten times those women that behave like a lady those are the ones that get married nine to ten times because that's why a lot of women say it is very single i'm like how come you're beautiful you educated so-called educated um you're not married and then you have a dialogue with them one-on-one i'm not throwing shades on them but that's the truth and you find out they they're freaking they're not ladies you know they, they don't behave like a like a lady And you said to yourself, hmm, that's why you're not married. Now I get it now. But call.